toddler number negative 18 sent us an obituary. It reads TikTok, the popular social media platform, passed away surrounded by friends, family, and influencers. Cause of death is undetermined, but occurred shortly after the channel TikTok and Todd uploaded their first dance challenge. <laughs> you know what I say to that? You're welcome. <laughs> Hi, toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Wayne Johnson and Todd Friends. They can't all be winners. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. Got my lawn mowed tonight. So, you know. <laughs> big check there. Yeah, right. big, yep. We fertilized and it's been raining a lot. I'm going to have to mow in like another two days. <laughs> but I got that. I got, you know, I got all my work done. So now I can podcast. So there we go. How about you? Did you get your um, lawn swept? Um, uh, I don't, I don't sweep my lawn. I vacuum it. Oh. Uh, yeah. And uh, we, we've been experiencing multiple days of red flag warning, meaning high winds and incredibly low humidity, uh, which makes it ripe for wildfires. Uh, it also makes it ripe for literally as you are vacuuming your artificial turf and getting all the rose petals and everything else off. As you, 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 you do five feet and then you turn around and there are more where you vacuumed than when you started. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is going to take forever. (laughs) Desert living at its finest. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say, when I, by the way, when I say dangerously low humidity levels, five. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh. Yeah, that gets your attention. 5% humidity is, yeah. On the driest of days out here, it's like, I don't know, 30. Boy, the air is really dry. Yeah, it's like 30. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yeah. So anyway, (laughs) you're welcome to uh, meteorology today here on Talking to Todd. Uh, Yeah. So uh, thanks again. No guest this week, but thanks again to our guest from last week, Lindsay. I don't, I don't know about you. I got some great feedback on Lindsay. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I I got some great feedback from Lindsay, um, if that counts. Um, the, sure, the, let's start there. <laughs> uh, what what I will say is the second that it uh, the second that it released, uh, you texted me and were up, and I started hearing it out of out of the spare bedroom because she was already listening to it. <laughs> um, so uh, she's got some notes, uh, you know, blah blah blah. Less of you, less of you, less of Dwayne, more more of her. You know, the, the, the you know it's the same basic stuff we get from everybody. So <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There, there is that, um, her other, just the other feedback from her after recording now that she's seen how this all works, right. Yes. She's seen, she, she, she has peeked behind the curtain and was yeah. frightened. Well, 
what she has said is two different things. Um, we should never release the video of this ever. <laughs> us, us dancing. Yeah. Uh, of us dancing during, she's like, were you just doing that? I'm like, we do that every week. And she's like, then why aren't you better? <laughs> um, <laughs> Here's the thing. We are better. She yeah, should have seen us yeah. 63 episodes ago. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> you're, you're getting the good version. Um, <laughs> and at the same time, if we can mask our identity so that it can never be traced back to her, sh- we should also release it to YouTube uh, because it's hilarious. <laughs> as long as she can't be linked to it. <laughs> don't, don't release it. But if you do... Don't claim me. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so that was, that was feedback in my house. Um, how about you? We, we listened in the car on the way over to Illinois. Uh, really no feedback particularly just nope. No feedback from our end. It was fun. Uh, Sarah in <laughs> feedback from Sarah though. Uh, Lindsay has a great laugh. You should make her laugh your laugh track. Oh, that's a good idea. Yo, you know what we could do? We could take her, well, we could take her laughing and then like put it on a loop. So there's like, like a hundred of her laughing. Right. So it's like an, like an audience. <laughs> you could just fold them all in together. Yeah. Yeah. You just, yeah. That'd be, yeah. Just fold them in. <laughs> By the way, she also did uh, one more thing just from her. Uh, she, <laughs> comment afterwards is boy that's harder than it look than it seems uh just getting on the microphone and and talking although you know by the end i think she figured it out but uh oh there we go talking to todd uh more difficult than it seems (laughs) sarah sarah was wondering the reason for the title and then Lindsay drops i'm a hoot Made, made you wait for the whole episode, the whole episode for that one. <laughs> oh, her laugh is so good. She makes everything else funnier. Well, I, that's, that's nope. Well, if that's the case, Lindsay need you on every episode. <laughs> I got a note from Sherry. Hi. She was disappointed that Greg's art got, got trumped for Lindsay's for Lindsay's show art. She, she was, she was really disappointed and that it's unfortunate that these two things happened on the same week because Greg's show art was amazing. Yes. Disturbing, but amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if this is marketing or what. Um, I screwed up the title to start with and wrote, I'm hoot. Well, I, what I typed was I'm a hoot, but instead of hitting the a key, I hit the caps lock key and didn't realize it. And so it didn't, so the A didn't take. So, so what got broadcast on Facebook was I'm hoot. <laughs> when I first saw that, I thought you're doing, you were doing like a guardians of the galaxy thing. I am hoot. <laughs> I am hoot. No, I, I'm, I'm actually a, a beloved Carl Hyacin novel about owls in Florida, <laughs> but here, so here's the thing. I can go in and I fix it on Podbean almost immediately, but you you can't fix Facebook. <laughs> Tell me about it. There's people have tried. Oh, I'm sorry. You meant about the title. Oh, that, yeah. well, that just all uh, that's all around. That's fair. 
the one piece of follow-up, and I wanted to make sure that we got to this early in the show so that we made sure that we had time. You made a comment about how <laughs> your rap name is G Missin. Now, your rap name. My rap name. Your rap My name. rap name is G Missin. Which which we established two episodes ago. Yeah. Yes. And Lindsay said your rap name is Little Chili. <laughs> but you claimed we did not have time for that story. But since we are so early in the episode, do we have time for that story now? Oh, wow. Is it time for the theme? Is it ready to go? I was like, boy, this thing flew past. You know what? I'll talk to you next week. Uh, um, Kevin McLeod, can you play the tuba? No. Tip, tip your waitresses. Uh, Why is your rap name Little Chili? Well, okay. So how do we how do we explain this? So occasionally I'll just come up with I'll just come up with characters just for fun, just characters. And a few years ago, Lisa was was walking around the house or something, and she said, Oh, I'm a little chilly. To which I replied, What's up, everybody? A little chilly, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so so, so at times in the house out of nowhere, little chili y'all just pops up, <laughs> but he's got a lot of friends that he does, um, collaborations with. Okay. At this point, people are going to start understanding how, how good of a person Lisa is to still be with me. Um, <laughs> because, so I'm just going to make, I don't know that this has ever happened. But I'm just gonna I'm just gonna give you an insight into how things are at the household and have been for a number of years. So again, hypothetical, but this may have actually happened. Lisa walks past the garbage can and says, Hey, did did you take out the garbage I asked you to take out earlier today? Because it's a little smelly. To which I reply, a little chilly and a little smelly back together again for the first time, y'all. What's up? I I I figured little smelly would have a much deeper voice. But well, no, it's it's, it's little little chilly is introducing them, right? Oh. So it's it's always oh. it's always little chilly introducing him and whoever he happens to be the to crew. be working with. Yeah, the crew could be a little tired. Uh, <laughs> could be outside during fire season it could be a little smoky <laughs> a little chilly and a little smoky back together again for the first time huh um it's you know <laughs> it's a it's a big crew it's a very i mean there's usually only two of them but but uh yeah but always but always a little chilly little, little chilly is the is 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 the middle of that so that's not my rap name because because i'm not i'm not little chilly right i'm just I'm I'm channeling yes <laughs> I'm channeling a little chilly so yeah I'm glad we got that in there yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> oh that's that's you know you complain about my dad jokes and then <laughs> here's the thing what you asked me you I did <laughs> you, I, I, I I did I did. You you invented an entire neighborhood of of the whole little family. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I keep that I keep that to well to the family, right? Like that's <laughs> that's I don't I don't I haven't shared that with the listeners because that's weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Oh. So anyway, yeah. If you uh, you know what, if you uh, if you you need a character invented for something, um, let me know. I, I don't I don't like I don't like fully write the characters out and everything. I just kind of you know come up with them and and then you know people can then you know take you, them and use you them. You show up and you see what happens. Pretty much, I make yep. a weird voice, bit of an attitude, see where it goes. Yep. So anyway, uh, so after after. It's a long drive over to Illinois and back. After we were done listening to the podcast, to our podcast, we listened to, we're regular listeners for of Pop Culture Happy Hour on NPR. At the end, not every episode, but at the, at the end of most of their episodes, they do what's making us happy. And the thing that was making one of their guests happy was the challenge. Oh, really? I know, is- right? <sighs> This is not helping. This is not helping. <laughs> like, uh, this is something that two weeks ago I had never heard of. And now it's on my radar twice in a week. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm supposed to watch this thing. <laughs> well, good luck. And and then I, I had one other piece of follow-up from I don't yep. I don't remember how many episodes ago this was. This just hit the newswire. Maybe it was this morning. Um Jalen Smith. How about them see, cowboys? Did you yes. see this article? I I did. Uh he's a linebacker, right? He's he's a linebacker. The number on his jersey in college was nine. And so five and four adds up to nine and that's why he had fifty four on his Jersey for the Cowboys, but now that he can have nine on his Jersey, he's decided that it's worth five, excuse me, six figures to, yeah. to buy all the extra 54s in the warehouse. So, uh, 54 is on sale on eBay real cheap right now. And <clears throat> the funny thing is, is it's worth six figures for him basically to get the number a year early. Because had he notified them now that he was changing his number for the 2022 season, he could have gotten the number a year from now without paying the penalty. Right. So it's not like he can even say, and I don't know, I mean, six figure sum, that's a wide swing, but that's a very high floor. <laughs> Right. Um, it's not like, well, I'm going to have the number for 10 years. So you divide that number over 10 years. And I mean, really, I mean, compared to my salary, whatever, it's like, no, 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 no. That was for a one year dis- just to accelerate this by one year. So um, anyway, yeah. He wanted that bad. Well, if the fact that he had, oh, why are you wearing 54? Well, five plus four. Whoa, 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 whoa. Math? Like, I'm not watching football for math here. Like, can we, can we just, oh, he yeah. did, he did have to kind of go get Tony Romo's blessing to wear nine. Nobody's worn nine since Tony Romo. Now, granted, that was only five years ago, but still apparently Tony Romo's kind of a legend. Kind of is doing a lot of lifting in that sentence. Kind of is accurate. <laughs> 
Although it's fairly accurate, right? That, right? That's yeah. why I went kind of. He's not I mean, a legend. He's kind of a legend. Yeah, I mean, of of all of the Dallas quarterbacks, he is one of them. <laughs> that that is so true. That is <laughs> And I'm I'm not I'm not taking anything away from him, but but some of the others have multiple Super Bowl rings, and 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 he doesn't. So that, yeah, I don't know that this is true, but it feels true. Close enough that he made more money in the broadcast booth last season than Staubach made his entire career. Oh, that 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 feels that feels about accurate. That yeah. feels that feels accurate, right? Don't you think? Yeah. yeah. I would think. I mean, my guess is is when uh, when Jalen Smith rang uh, rang Tony Romo on the golf course, and <clears throat> and said, "Hey, uh, do you mind if I use your jersey number?" and and Romo uh, takes out his phone and flips over to his banking app and looks at the uh, CBS money and says, uh, "Whatever you want to do, dude, <laughs> I'm good." <laughs> he takes out his phone and goes, "Who does?" <laughs> anything else you needed to clean up anything else we needed to clean up from last week or things that hit your radar no i uh well i mean there's probably plenty of things but nothing i noted so we'll just we'll call it good we'll call it good hey hey how do you feel about a quiz this week you know i think we should probably take a week off and uh maybe we just uh roll into something else how, that sounds like a great idea um oh so you know how Sometimes I come with tech corner ideas and they're things that you've known about for, I don't know, years. Um, it's, hap- it's happened a couple times, but sure. Yeah. Right? I was on Facebook earlier this week and somebody posted a uh, iPhone tip and I read it and went, hey, I knew that. And I got to feel like Todd. <laughs> <laughs> so for if let's say it's getting, you know, you, you want to you tell your friend that it's 75 degrees out there, but you don't want to type out the word degrees. You want to use the little degree symbol. If you have an Android phone, the degree symbol is there on the keyboard. But if you have an iPhone, the degree symbol only shows up in a very special way. You know how this is, Todd? You know, tell people how this works. See, this is one I don't know. Are you kidding me? So so this is you teaching me. Well, here's the thing. I mean, as soon as you said I was on Facebook, I'm like, well, I'm out. So, but anyway, <laughs> um, you can teach me how to put the degree symbol in. So if you want to say it's 77 degrees, you, you know, type 77 and then you hold down the zero and up pops either a zero or a little degree symbol. Boom. There you are. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. Okay, so I see your degrees, and yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna raise you. Yes, so and. not not every key does this, but for instance, if True. you go to your if you go to the dollar sign on your key on your iPhone and press and hold. Oh yeah, you can get the uh, British pound, euro, yen. Um, you you and I don't. There's a couple of those. I don't even know what those are. Oh, one um, of them is cents. 
Yeah, I was thinking more about the uh, W with a line through it. I have no clue. Um, and there's there's a few others. If you uh, let's see, if you if you hold down the quote symbol, you can get smart quotes, and you can also get like double double brackets, which is yeah. kind of cool. I didn't know I didn't know where those were. So there's that. Yeah, and on the main on the uh, on the main keyboard, if you like, if you just hold down uh, A, you can get uh, you can get. Is it with all the diacritical marks? I probably just used that wrong. I don't know. I I took English and I will fall, so um, that's as close I, as we get. I, I don't know. I'd I'd give you a bad time about it, but that would be being critical of it, so I won't. So the podcast has now just devolved into you and me holding our phones, pushing keys to see what happens. So, Oh, and there's a thousand different things you get when you touch the O. I don't know what all those are either. Anyway, fun with phones. Another riveting edition of Dwayne's Tech Corner of things everyone else already knows. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't know about the degree one, so, uh, so you weren't the last person to know about it. Hey, hey how about that? So I am, I, I thought maybe it was going to be a nomination for idiot of the week, but not so much. So do we have any nominations this week? Um, let's see. I mean, we've got, uh, we have White Sox manager, Tony LaRussa, who. This was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but, but it's still going on. Like it's <laughs> still causing problems, which, which tells you what a, what a problem it was. So, so just the, so he actually keeps doubling. Well, he keeps doubling down. Like he's like, if that didn't get me the end of the week, hold on, let me do something else. And then hold on, let me do something else. So in a game week and a half ago, they're up by a lot. And a white Sox, one of his, his own players who's uh, sitting there with uh, the, the other team had put in a position player to throw, to, to pitch because they were just getting blown out and didn't want to use one of their pitchers and a white Sox player with a three and O count up by like 10, uh, a, a, a rookie, a rookie swung, hit a home run after, after getting a take sign. Yes. On a three and O count. Yeah. So hits a home run comes in and is, and Tony LaRussa, who is the, at this point, the definition of old school. Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> was, was displeased because that broke one of the unwritten rules of baseball, which is somewhere, apparently, if it's near the end of the game and you're leading by a lot and you're got a 3-0 count, you're not supposed to swing. Because you're, you're, not, you're not supposed to, at that point, try. So, cause it's going to show up the other team. So he was, he, he, he came out afterwards. Now he apologized to the other team after the game and then went in front of the press and broke an unwritten rule, which is you don't criticize you. You keep it in house. You keep it in the locker right. room, right? You right. keep it in. You don't go public with this stuff. And the first thing he did was he went out and he basically trashed his player in the media. Yep. Threw him under the bus. Yeah. Then you're thinking, boy, well, that's not good, right? Because now what he's done is now 
his own team is starting to take sides. Some people are like, yeah, Skipper doesn't, doesn't know what's going on. It's causing some problems. You would have thought that that would have died down there. The next, the next game, the team, they're facing the same team again, threw behind the, threw behind the batter. Basically, again, Sending a message. You're sending them a message. You screwed up. And after the game, so, okay, let's just be clear, right? So a team threw at a White Sox player, and after the game, the White Sox player said, I like the way that other team handled this. So is he supporting his player? No, he's now saying, I like the fact that the other team was throwing at my own player. One of the, I think the quote from one of the other White Sox who, who fell on the side of generically summed up as home runs, good old people, bad. If you don't like us going yard, don't roll out a position player as pitcher. Well, right. Cause one of them said, and the unwritten rules say that everything is off when you put a position player in. Because you've now given up, so why do we have to stop trying? So apparently, now everybody needs to go to the uh, written, unwritten rules and see which one trumps which other right. one. Right. Yeah. And as a number of as a number of people have pointed out, it's all great for the manager to say he shouldn't be hitting home runs. But um, do, do you know when you're a baseball player um, voting for the All-Star game, you get paid based on how many home runs you hit? That's your contract. That's your bonus. Yep. Um, matter of fact, that's about all that matters at this point is how many home runs you hit. So saying, I could have hit a home run, but I chose not to, is not a good look right now. So um, now when it yeah. comes time for arbitration. They don't care that you were a good sport. <laughs> they they absolutely do not. Nope. As a matter if- of fact, as a matter of fact, the way baseball works is the baseball team itself can use that footage and say he didn't hit a home run in this case. So we want to pay him less. Yeah. The funny thing is about all of this is that earlier this season, Tony LaRussa screwed up and admitted after the game, he didn't know the written rules of the game of extra innings. He swapped players around when he didn't need to. And then after when the reporter said, why did you do this? Because this is the rule. And he said, I didn't know that was the rule. Huh? Guess I'm going to have to read up. So, okay. So, so Tony is really good at the unwritten one, unwritten rules, or at least the ones he wants to follow, but not so good at the actual written rules that he's paid multiple millions of dollars to implement. Anyway. Yeah. I, this is, this is not a good way to get the uh, team on your side. Here's the thing. And I'm, I'm not a White Sox fan. But this team is pretty good. Yes. And has a chance to actually do some things. Yes. And for him to let's let's cause drama where none is needed, right? You would think, I would think, TLR's smarter than that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, how many rings does he have? A bunch. Yeah. Four, five. Yeah, probably. I don't know if we could somebody Google that. Um, Kevin, 
Ke- Kevin, can you find out? Tony LaRue. No, LaRusa. No, Tony. It's a baseball thing. Tony, Kevin. Yeah, he's on it. He actually, Tony LaRusa, um, did he play in Iowa? Felderman can tell me this. Or he, he managed is- the Iowa Oaks. I don't know. Something. He is, There's uh, a according to Wikipedia, connection. the source of all truth and knowledge. He is a three-time World Series champion ah. in 89, 2006, and 2011, and a four-time manager of the year. The last time he was manager of the year was 2002. Ah, he was the manager of the AAA Iowa Oaks here in Des Moines at one point. So when when this all when this was all being played on on I think on PTI or something, I said, boy, what you really want to hear after after Tony goes after his own player multiple times, what you want to hear from the rookie player is, I don't know, Skip keeps saying, I don't know the unwritten rules, but he screwed up and he didn't even know the written rules. <laughs> uh, and he's been in this game a lot longer than I have been. So, you know, maybe we should call it even. And Lisa's like, you can't say that. And I'm like, why? And she's like, unwritten rules. And I'm like, well, there you go, right? <laughs> There's your problem. That's... <laughs> Oh, I don't know. Anyway, I think Tony Larusa definitely gets a nomination for Idiot of the Week. Yeah, yeah. In, at least in my book, I think this 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 little item both falls in our, which we have to be kind of careful of because we've gotten feedback, marketing, and this isn't exactly branding, but this would be marketing and marketing choices and sports marketing choices. Did but also. Idiot of the week. Did you see the hats that New Era released? That they released for like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then pulled back. Um after getting thoroughly roasted. I'm wondering how much I want does Jalen Smith have to pay for those hats as well? Is that okay, never mind. That's um it looked to me like somebody sent a major league baseball cap to i don't know let's say a first grade classroom (laughs) and gave them some construction paper and some scissors and said decorate the hat and then the first graders did a good job at that and then and the new era went back and made it worse and then released them any kind of icon or logo that might be associated with a team or a town or a region uh, or a food group. I, 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 I don't know. They threw it on a hat. It, it does feel like what the, what the designers did was they went to Wikipedia. They looked at <laughs> what is this town known for? Yep. Grabbed the first three to six things then went to a 1990s clip art book, literally clipped the art out with scissors and hot glued it to a hat and said, hometown, hometown edition. (laughs) Did you see what the Kansas City Royals did? Uh, No, I did not. They changed their bio page on Facebook. Located in Kansas City, Missouri, we love Kansas area codes, saxophones, the flag of Kansas City, pigs, Missouri, and the 1985 World Series. Hashtag Heart of America. <laughs> <laughs> there are little kids 
in Africa getting hats in about two months. You know, you think you think that, but here's here's my guess, right? Like they pulled these so fast that doesn't. It, when's the last time you talked about new era hats? I'm just saying that's that's true. How many of these did they actually make? Uh, yeah, that's kind of a good point. It, well, I tell you, my favorite hats is forty seven. Forty seven makes a great hat. Speaking as the guy who has a wall full of hats, I have way too many. We have a hat rule around here. When I bring home a new hat, an old hat has to go away. (laughs) Well, we had a good run, but you've been replaced. Gots to go. So so I I shouldn't be saying this because I know my wife listens to the podcast. Sometimes I will just keep a hat that I don't really like in order to be able to throw it away later when I bring home a hat I really do like. Right, because you've established a baseline now. Right, right. Exactly. So so yes. you got to keep them in the rotation. Yep. I mean, it's got to be in the hat rack so that, that you got one to sacrifice. Yep, exactly. Yep. Why, why Can you- I interest you in some new era hats to, uh, to take up some space for a while? Why do you have a hat from the JW Marriott in San Antonio? Uh, actually there's a story behind that. So yeah, (laughs) do you really want it? No, but, but I know I'm going to want one later. So sure. I'll take it. It it does remind me of when he gets ready to acquire the new hat, it's money and a hat to be named later. (laughs) That's part of the transaction. (laughs) That's yep. That's yeah. That's what it is. (laughs) What else we got? I don't know if you saw, and this was, this was a couple of weeks ago. Did you see that one of the things that we apparently are running out of is uh, chicken at chicken restaurants because everybody's doing chicken sandwiches. And so restaurants that are serving chicken sandwiches can't keep up with the chicken demand. I don't know if you saw that, right? We're running out of houses, chicken, steel, lumber, etc. Yeah, yeah. Lumber. Yeah. Yes. So there was a, the story went around that chicken is getting really hard to find for these big, you know, chains. And then a story came out that said that Chick-fil-A is facing a shortage, but not of chicken. They are facing a shortage. And again, this is a couple of weeks ago. Hopefully the pipeline is opened back up again. They are replace they are uh they are facing a shortage of Chick-fil-A sauce. So in response to that, they're giving customers only one dip in sauce cup per item ordered at many of its 2,600 U.S. restaurants, which makes me wonder if every restaurant that is serving chicken is running low on chicken and Chick-fil-A says, nah, we good. What is in your sandwich? I'm just asking. I don't know. You don't see the cows in their advertisements anymore. Oh, yeah. Good point. Oh, wow. I'm just, I'm just concerned. That's all. That, I'm just, I'm just asking questions. I'm just concerned. Because if anybody ought to be affected by a chicken shortage, it might be Chick-fil-A. And you they're think, not. Yeah. No, no, they're yeah. not. Which, which actually concerns me quite a bit. So. Anyway, um, oh, okay. There's another one from a little while ago. 
Um, this one, I, I assured you, it says how not to run for office on a rundown. And I assured you that this is this podcast, not the other podcast. This has nothing to do with the other podcast. This has nothing to do with uh, with Democrat versus Republican or whatever. You've 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 uh, you've dabbled in running a few campaigns in the past, right? You've you've yeah, sure, right. We've you know we've we've sat around your your dining room table with some brownies talking to a to a candidate for an elected elected uh, office explaining how they should run for office. So we, we have some background in this, right? A little bit 30 years yeah. ago. Sure. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Well, much like our marketing uh, skills, which are none, but we can do better than what's happening. What I can tell you is we can help. We, we can, we can help advise some candidates because they're getting some very, very bad advice. So there's going to be uh there's going to be a new mayor in New York city and there are a bunch of Democrats all running for the Democratic nomination. I think there's nine Democrats running to for the nomination. A couple of weeks ago, the New York Times, which is a local paper for New York, had them all in and asked them, you know, what would you do as mayor and everything else? One of the questions they asked every candidate was, do you know the median sales price for a home in Brooklyn? Now, Brooklyn is one of the five boroughs of New York City, right? So it would be good for the mayor to have an idea in general so you can show that you you know what's going on, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah, right. It's yeah. it's it's back to the do you do you even know what a what a gallon, gallon of milk, milk costs or right. whatever, right? Thanks, so George yeah. HW. Yes. Yeah. So they asked all of them, do you know what the median sales price of a home in Brooklyn is? And they asked them a couple of weeks ago. Now, Dwayne, before I get to their answers, you have no idea about New York real estate at all. But just knowing it's Brooklyn and it's 2021, what would you think the median sales price is? The the median. So this is the the average, not the yes. yeah, not the not the number that occurs most often. Right. Just yeah, which we'll is call the mode. It, yeah. Yeah. Right. Median. This in between mean. in between the two of them, right? Yeah. The half on one side, half on the other. Boy, I don't know. You know, you ask me these questions and I always end up looking stupid. Seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Okay. All right. Pretty good guess. Pretty good guess. Really? Well, yeah. The actual retail price. No, sorry. The actual <laughs> Thanks, number. Drew. The actual number is $900,000. Okay. Okay. Right. I mean, you were, you were within the ballpark, right? Yeah. Um, some of the others guessed, um, let's see, 550,000, uh, 1.8 million. Uh, one of the candidates got it right on the head at 900,000, somebody else, 800,000, another 500,000, another 1 million. Two candidates though, stood out. <clears throat> one of the candidates who is an investment banker and former executive at Citigroup who sought to woo voters with his financial acumen said, quote, it's got to be somewhere in the 80 to $90,000 range. 
if not higher. The financial guy was off by an order of magnitude. (laughs) The good news is he wasn't alone. Because? Because because a person who touted his experience as housing secretary under Obama and housing commissioner under Bloomberg answered, quote, "Eh, I guess it's around $100,000. So the housing expert and the finance guy were were off by a zero. <laughs> that's that's going to win you a ton of votes. The good news. So, so the good news for them as this article points out, they now have name recognition. Oh, yeah. They weren't they weren't polling very high before. Most people hadn't heard of them. They were trailing in the polls. The good news is everybody in Brooklyn has now heard of them. And also want to know where you can buy a house for eighty to ninety thousand dollars. Heck, even a hundred. Sign yeah, me up for that. No way up for that. Um, by the way, according to the article, um, if you wanted to buy a house in Brooklyn for eighty to ninety thousand dollars, it's pretty easy. Um, the neighborhood you have to go buy that in is nineteen eighty. So, oh wait, I think I read that wrong. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Again, we don't we're, we're, we we don't know how to run campaigns, b- but but at this point, I, I think we could give them some advice. <laughs> is is it better to say you don't know than to be that far off on your guess? I haven't been in the market for a house. I, I, I've been in the house that I've been in for forty years or whatever. I you know I. Honestly, it's just not something that I track. I I wouldn't even want to hazard a guess. Is that a better answer or a more honest answer than guessing eighty to ninety thousand? What concerns me, what maybe, but what concerns me here is if you've read anything at all, you know that housing prices in the last year have skyrocketed, and that two of the most expensive places in the country to buy houses is in New York City and San Francisco. With all of that information in your head, and you apparently live in the city, your thought would be, oh, well, they've gone up a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what, 80 grand? Like, th- let me ask you this. I mean, what 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 major U.S. city can you, can you, can you buy a house for 80 grand? I mean. It did say, it did say, the, the New York Times did do a little bit more work on this. It did say, looking on Zillow, um, they did find three listings that were under $100,000 in Brooklyn. One was an empty lot, and two of them were parking spaces. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant for the car, the median price to, for, a, for a home for oh, a car. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You meant a home oh in that people. case. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, my number's way off then. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? Can you get like a thirty-year? Never mind. <laughs> oh, so what are you watching this week? I'm, I'm looking. I look at our rundown. Neither of us have anything written down for what we're watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because it's. I mean, it's. It's just more of the. You know, we we did watch. Uh, well, oh, okay. By the way. Follow up from last week. Yes. So what did Lindsay say was her favorite movies of all time? 
The Mighty Ducks. The Mighty Ducks. And what did she recommend everybody should watch? Game Changers. Mighty Ducks Game Changers. So while she was down here last weekend, Friday night, we were looking for something to watch. And I said, how about we put on the newest, uh, uh, you know, the new episode of Game Changers dropped tonight. Do you want to watch it? And Lindsay says, oh, I'm not caught up. What? Yeah. Apparently she was behind because she had some other stuff going on. I, I guess she leaves the house. Um, so, so that turned out that I was ahead of the Mighty Ducks show in front of Lindsay, who that's her favorite show. So anyway, while the train videos are ongoing, I'm still, I'm still keeping up with the other stuff. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much. This is just a, you know, regular, regular old week. Um, yeah. What about you? Uh, watch the second episode of Halston. Did you know that he was born in Des Moines, Iowa? I literally knew nothing about him. So no, I did not know that. Yep. Yep. Halston born in Des Moines, Iowa moved to Evanston, uh, when he was 14, but yes. Uh, so watching that among other things, it's going to be a short week. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will be happy. <laughs> We've never, we've, we've never released less than 30 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I can always leave the quiz in. No, don't do that. No, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you want me to go first this week? Um, sure. Yeah. So like I said, well, assuming it doesn't get cut out, we drove to Illinois for my niece's graduation from high school. And I took along my camera. We were in Husky Stadium, which is spelled with an I-E. This is the Northern Illinois University Husky Stadium. Husky with an I-E, which seats 24,000 people. We were all sitting on the west side of the stadium. The graduates were all on on the ground. And the 10 of us that got to go to be there to celebrate with Julianne were, I don't know, probably 75 or 80% of the way up the, up the stadium. But the Sony that I have has that really long lens on it, right? Which can, if I'm stable, take some really good far distant pictures. The zoom is incredible on that thing. Um, since we were talking about photography, somebody took a photo of us, which is really rare, rare because generally either you have the camera or I have the camera or we both have the cameras, but rarely are there pictures of the two of us together. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. That was from, uh, from the, mar- the, the marching band. Yep. Right. You came, you came to Iowa. We're standing there together. Somebody said something you're looking at, you're looking and laughing and I'm giving somebody the side eye, but it looks like we're having a good time. I found that when I was looking through photos this week, thought you'd get a kick out of it anyway. So I, I took a whole bunch of pictures of the graduation as well as some family shots afterwards when we all got together. And so, you know, pictures of her and her mom and with, you know, Nana and Papa and with her dad and with, uh, and somebody grabbed my camera and took a picture of, um, 
Amy and Julianne and me and, you know, all of this kind of stuff. And so I bundle up the best of them, put them all in a package, send them all out to the family. And I get a note back from someone. Hey, did you get this shot? Nope. (laughs) Sorry. None. And I wrote back, none of the pictures in that burst turned out. You get what you pay for. <laughs> and the and the message that I got back was, oh, that's you're you're a really, really good photographer. You could do this as a side gig and do weddings and family photos and stuff. And I'm like, nope. You know why? Because if I don't get the shot, I go, meh. Sorry. <laughs> and there's no consequences. If I'm getting paid, people have expectations, and I'm not doing that. <laughs> So, so hey, where's 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 the shot of us putting the rings on each other's finger? Yeah, missed it. Didn't yeah, turn out. I, I, they didn't get that but, one. But that was our wedding. Yeah, yeah. I had some problems. So, anyway, um, do you want to put that on the Amex or cash? <laughs> oh, uh, I get paid up front. I don't show up unless I'm already gotten paid. The, I I also did not get a good shot of all the kids throwing their mortarboards up in the air. A classic graduation shot. Nope. I was too far away. Everything was too blurry. I got, I got nothing there. Nope. Nope. Oh, well, Meh. you know, what you could have done at that point is you probably could have just gone on to the internet and just searched for graduation photos. Cause you were far away, right? Yeah. So you just needed to find another school that had the same colors and you could even drop them in the middle of Husky, i.e. stadium. <laughs> and you could have probably just said, yeah, yeah, that's them. And everyone would have gone, wow, that was great. Nobody would have known the difference. No, Photoshop, man. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's, it's fine. So I guess I guess the thing, the thing that I learned was maybe not so much learned as was reminded why why I don't do this for money. I just do this. I just do this for fun. And, and to be, be clear, your fun, not somebody else's fun. That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How about you? How was your week? What'd you learn? Uh, I picked up a lizard. Fred. Nope. Nope. A new one. No, no. And when I say pick up, I mean, so, uh, we, we, on, was it on Sunday? Uh, we were doing some stuff and had the garage doors open and we're loading some things in and out. And Lisa comes in and says, Hey, by the way, um, I just saw a big lizard, uh, well, bigger than normal, uh, run into the garage. And I'm like, hmm. what do you mean? She's like, well, you know, it's, it's not, a, it's not a small little gecko. It it's bigger. That you're holding your fingers up like about a foot apart. Well, no. Nah. I mean, the body was probably four inches and then another, yeah. And four then, inches you know, of tail? Four to eight inches of tail. Let's call it six. Sure. So maybe, maybe you know, altogether, it's an eight to ten inch. Yeah. Anyway. She's like, so it ran into the, into the garage. Huh. huh. Well... We're going to close those garage doors and it's not going to have a way out. So I well, guess I got to go find the lizard. 
making things worse is we've been doing we've been doing some projects and so some stuff that's normally in the house a bunch of stuff that's normally in the house is in the garage right now and uh needless to say for last weekend when the question was where can a lizard hide the answer was an amazing amount of places <laughs> because we put a lot of stuff in there so uh so me and uh, and Lindsay's boyfriend Nathan are now uh, walking through the garage trying to find um, a lizard that is now in the garage and wants to stay in the garage because it's uh, dark and uh, secluded in there. And we find it and we start ushering it out, sort of go out, go out, go out, and it gets within... All it has to do is turn right and it's out of the garage and instead it turns left and it starts running towards me. So I think, aha, I've got it in sort of a narrow area. I will stop it. So I put my foot down because now I've blocked its path. That's what went through my head. That is not what went through the lizard's head because what the lizard did was then crawl up on top of my shoe and then start crawling up on top of my jeans. At which point I lost track of it all of a sudden. Better on the outside of the jeans than the inside of the jeans. Well, because then I lost sight of it and I'm like, Nathan, where did it go? Uh-oh. And he goes, I think it went behind you. And I'm thinking, I need more than think right now, bud. Like, <laughs> <laughs> It did not go inside the jeans. It did go behind me and then it scurried and then it went to the back of the garage and we've got some cabinets back there. And so now... It's literally in the back of the thing. It's in the back of the garage, in the back corner, underneath some cabinets, and it's trying to climb the wall. And so now I need to, uh, so so now I've got a long pole that I'm trying to encourage it to move along. And it goes to the other corner of these cabinets. And finally, we now flush it out of there. And now it's in between some other stuff. And so I start picking up like Rubbermaid totes one at a time to try to I'm trying to box it in so you know it can keep moving out. At this point, it was clearly freaked out um because when I finally uncovered it and it was just out in the open, it just laid there. And you could see it actually breathing very very heavily. But it just laid there. And so I take the I take I I gently take the stick this this pole that I've been using and I kind of slowly move it towards it so they can see it. Like here comes the pole, right? You want to run away from the pole. And it's just laying there. And I eventually, the pole touches the lizard and it doesn't move. And I'm like, oh, it's now just freaked out. Oh, you've given it a heart attack. (sighs) Yeah, it's like, oh, it's still breathing. Oh, man. Well, hey, Nathan, you want to grab those gloves? (laughs) You know, if you lived in Iowa, you'd have a shovel handy. You know what? I didn't even think about a shovel. Well, the shovel's all in the backyards for the other projects, so I would have had to have left and gone. Yeah, so had yeah, to good point. leave Nathan to babysit the lizard. Yeah, keep an eye on that. Actually, what's running through my head is why didn't I think of using the shovel? <laughs> <laughs> so, so Nathan grabs Nathan grabs the gloves and then grabs a bucket, and so uh, I put on the gloves and I grab it by the tail and uh, lift it up in the air. And it wants to play dead, but at this point now, it's not happy. Um, so it's squirming around. Anyway, uh, it goes in the bucket. Uh, then Nathan takes the bucket out, 
We find a nice uh, tree outside, put it under the tree, away from the garage, and then close the garage doors like it was going to be running back in. Like, <laughs> hey, guys! Let me in! I just like, found my spot! Like, like I, I, have, I have this vision of just like try, like like doing the thing where it like slides under the door, like sort of like Mission Indiana Impossible Jones style. style. Yeah, right before it closes. Like, I made it! <laughs> um as far as I know, it didn't do that. We did remove it, and I got to I got to pick up a lizard and uh, and locate it outside of the outside of the garage. So uh, that was uh, that was a fun day. That was uh, that was uh, that was a good day. Anyway, so what did I learn? I don't know that I learned anything other than eh, what did you do this week? Picked up a lizard. Well, all right, it's, you know, do your weekends the way you want to do them. <laughs> The music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. It's available on Incompetech.com under a Creative Commons Attribution License. You can find Talking to Todd on Overcast or Apple Podcast or Spotify or Podbean. You can subscribe. You can follow. You can tell your friends. Just search Talking in the number two. No G, no space. You can like our page on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. Did you know I got an email today? Zazzle's having 40% off of yoga mats. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I was hoping you were going to bring that up because I'm assuming there's a lot of pent-up yoga mat demand. So, yeah. I'm like, what did I click that made their algorithm think I was in need of a yoga mat? I got, I got the same one. So you know what? They've obviously been listening to our content and have said, you know what? I bet you people that listen to this probably they need to do some sort of stress relief afterwards. <laughs> That's a good note. Uh, you can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. That's 515-257-6272. You can stop by, visit us at the Tuba City Home Office. Please don't do that. Or check out the website, TalkingToTodd.com. Thanks to our listeners. We appreciate you. Send your feedback. Please send us feedback. Feedback at TalkingToTodd.com. Todd? Uh, I've just gone down a rabbit hole that I did not mean to go down. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to make fun. I was going to pick another one of the new era uh, local market hats and make fun of it. But that just feels like like taking a shot at somebody while they're down. These are terrible. <laughs> like, like, do you see the Atlanta one? They've got like 12 numbers on the front of that hat. Yeah. And I was trying to figure <laughs> out like what I don't. Here's what I don't understand. Okay, so I thought originally when I saw these hats, I thought like the like they put the years they won the World Series or something. But no, these are all three digit numbers. These are area codes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. Oh, okay. So you're going all in on the area codes, and in the in the case of Kansas City, you missed one, right? And in in the case of Pittsburgh, they, they don't didn't even put have any one. On. There's no numbers. <laughs> Apparently, you can't make phone calls in Pittsburgh, like. <laughs> I I don't understand how everybody looked at all of it and you saw like the Pittsburgh one. Like some of these have like like ridiculous numbers of garish things on it. And Pittsburgh has uh no area code and just a steel beam. Oh, you know what's missing on the Astros hat? Trash can. Oh. <laughs> and 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 
the Washington Nationals hat on the front of it just has a 1776 logo, which I get this, the, you know, the, they moved from the expo, they moved from Montreal. So it's not, <laughs> and, a, and for re, a bald eagle, because when you think of the Washington Nationals, you think of a bald eagle. I blame you then on that I'm looking at this atrocity. We'll try to do better next week. On that note, we've been talking to Todd. The Yankees hat has a Statue of Liberty. Okay. An apple. Big apple. Okay. A World Series patch. Sure, they've been in a lot. Okay. A piece of half-eaten New York-style pizza. And a boom box. (laughs) Who's this hat for? (laughs) Graphic design is my passion.